me. So like, all right, funny story. Just kidding. I always start every show. <laughs> so, uh, so for some ungodly reason that I cannot for the life of me figure out, Canada Post sees fit to line the inside of their uniform pants and shorts in this weird, uh, sharp, plastic kind of rubbery material, I guess to kind of hug your skin and keep you looking proper and neat. Which, I mean, I get. Except I fucking cut it out. And there was one pair of shorts I forgot to cut it out of. And yeah, so I gained a smidge, you know, a little little dash of weight down in Mexico. And, uh, well, it's pretty easy to explain, really. It was a all-inclusive. I had a ton of sugary drinks with alcohol, I think. Probably really watered. You know what? Actually, really watered down alcohol. And I don't know what the fuck they were passing off as Coronas on tap. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not exactly an aficionado when it comes to the finer things in life. But uh, don't give me carbonated dog piss and tell me it's Coronas. Because no one puts baby in the corner. I'm not buying that shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's watered down and sugary, but whatever. You're in the sun. Do you really need to be that drunk? I don't think so. So So needless to say, I gained a lot of weight. And I actually knew that on my trip because one of the amenities that this beautiful five-star resort offered was a scale. Isn't that stupid? Right? You know what's even more stupid than that? A fat idiot who goes and stands on on the scale in the middle of the trip. Why? Why would I do that? Why did I do that to myself? Yeah, drank it off. Don't worry about it. I think I ate like 1,500 calories a day in guacamole, not even counting the chips I used to dip. God, was that good. Oh, was that delicious. Anyway, so now I come back and everything's a little snug, okay? It's a little bit fucking tight. Can't do it my button. And as a result of that, uh, it's sweaty here. I'm a little bit, you know, roly-poly. Put on my barbed wire shorts and they cut my fat gut. Like I literally have scabs on my stomach because of the sharp rubbery things I forgot to cut out of my shorts. Great. Really good when open sores get uh, dehydrated sweat into them. Feels good. Nice and salty. A little birdie. Little little burny. So I flipped over one of my rolls. I'm going to do it right now so I can really accurately describe this. And it's sore. My roll's a little bit sore. And I have this like weird kind of thing on my stomach. Like it's it doesn't have teeth or anything, but it's odd. You know, it's like a... Some would call it a mole, I guess, but it doesn't look like any of the other moles on my body. I'm okay. Look, I'm a little concerned. I have a third nipple. That weird. Is that going to tear us apart here? You guys going to go? Don't go. Don't go. I just want to talk about my third nipple. Uh, Denise from the Lesbian Lounge podcast referred to it as a Chandler, which I liked. I think maybe I'll call it Chandler. I like that. But it's kind of the same dusty rose as my nipples are, whereas all the other moles on my body are just kind of brown. Like, what do you think? Should I post a picture? Yeah, I'll, you know what? And to really like highlight it, I'll sit down so my role's even more defined. Like it's about, it's, it's a good C, C and a half cup, you know? It's a good, it's a good C cup, I think. Maybe a D, my role looks pretty good. It's like on uh, Total Recall where that chick had like the third boob. Like if I used a strong enough scrunchie, I bet you I could make this into one huge boob and I have the nipple. I'm halfway there. Right, okay, yeah. And, um... Yeah, so, well, when Sarah and I were in Mexico, um, we kind of had a deal and I really don't like being in the heat and I'm kind of morbidly obese and I didn't bring a bathing suit. Like I didn't think about what 
what I would wear in the water at all. Like I didn't give that any thought. I didn't, because I didn't want to swim. Like I can't swim. I don't know how. I don't know how to swim. So one day it was really hot. Like I'm talking 45 degrees Celsius, which must be like 120 or something like that. Are you filthy Americans? And it was just, I just couldn't take it anymore. It was just like, I was wearing like my black Mike Schmidt t-shirt and a pair of uh, shorts. And it was like, I'm, I can't, I can't do this. So Sarah says, go upstairs, get one of my tank tops, put it on and come downstairs. Like, if you don't know me in real life, which the majority of you don't, and thank God for both of us, um, my chest and my upper arms have not seen the light of day in literally, I don't know, 15 years, maybe? Let's say 15, okay? Okay, and that's fine. You know, I thought I went up there, put it on. I'm like, oh, okay, I won't be so hot. And, uh... How do I put this? Okay, I'm used to looking at my body. I've seen my body, um, you know, standing here. I've seen it in a mirror. Um, and when I look down at my arms, they don't look so bad, you know, because I'm looking down at them from my head. Now you look down at your arms from your head. They look so bad. Can you really see the depth of them? The width, the girth of your arms? God, I hate that word. No, you can't. And I don't think that I ever have. So I'm in my white tank top and I'm wearing sandals. Can you fucking believe that I'm wearing sandals? It looks like I'm wearing socks with my sandals, but I'm just wearing my bare feet sandals. Like I don't, I don't do that. I have white feet. I'm never without socks. And I can count on three fingers how many times I've seen my dad with his socks off in my whole life. Well, before he's dead. Right now, I think he's wearing socks. He's eternally wearing socks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in shoes. And quick, quick side note. There's a weird thing that Italian people do that they assume that the uh, morticians or whatever are like robbing the dead bodies on the way to the to the uh, mausoleum. So they're like, oh, you better check and make sure he's got his shoes on before he gets into the limo. And I'm like, yeah, because they're going to steal a dead man's shoes. Yeah, that's what every mortician wants. It's a dead man's shoes. Fuck are people weird? Anyway, now what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, right. Okay. My tank top, feeling okay. I've got really pasty white arms and a pasty white neck and chest and I get into the elevator and I'm like do 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 and I look around there's mirrors all around this elevator okay no one no one should see themselves in a 360 mirror no one no one should see that 360 view because I looked around I'm like me 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 then I looked up and it was like me and I was like oh fuck I have cellulite on my arms like like cellulite on my arms and it brought me back to my childhood I used to watch wrestling in the late 80s. I think it was eight or nine or whatever. And I knew it was fake, but it was still fun. And at the time, Hulk Hogan used to promote himself by saying, like he'd make flex a muscle, you know? And he'd be like, he'd flex his arms and he'd say, look at these 18 inch pythons. And then he'd tell you to eat your vitamins and say your prayers and don't touch yourself because you go blind or something like that. And my mom... I used to measure her arms and they were also 18 inches. And I told her very excitedly that she had 18 inch pythons, just like Hulk Hogan. And she didn't get it. So now I'm thinking, great, I have fat mom arms. Like, and I know, like, why should I care? I have fat everything else. But I thought, I don't want cellulady arms. I don't. I'm at a crossroads here. Now, what do I do? What are my choices? I can either stay with my cellulady arms and just make jokes about it and enjoy my guacamole or I can actually try and do something about it. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to jog because I'm fucking tired. I walk outside. But the least I can do is put down the snacks. Like, maybe if I just stop eating past 7 o'clock at night, I'm just going to start with that and see what happens. 
Because I work with this guy, he was a fat dad too. And he was really worried that he was going to get sick and like get the diabetes. And he just ate well. He doesn't even exercise. He doesn't even walk at work. He's, he's like in a supervisory position. And he's lost like, I don't know, 50 pounds. And he showed us the picture of before. I'm like, I don't even remember you being fat. Because when I left on mat leave, he was obviously, I guess, chubby. I don't know, because he looks like he's fucking gaunt to me right now. But he's like, yeah, look at me before. He's like, look, I had no neck. And I'm like, I have no neck. So I'm just, I'm starting a fake diet. I'm just going to slow down a little bit. I try to buy, I'm like, because right now I think I have like a $6 a week chip habit. That's a lot of, that's a lot of chips. Or it's just a lot of money. It's probably both. Anyway, I'm just going to make an effort to choose a little bit more wisely. And that doesn't mean I'm never going to go to Dairy Queen and I'm never going to get eat chips ever again. I'm just going to try and put the brakes on a bit because I'm not, my metabolism is going to, it's going to really shit out on me here in a minute. <sighs> All right. I don't know. Whatever. Third nipple. I actually wrote down, my, my list of notes here is kind of retarded. Yeah. Third nipple. Oh, okay. So here's what happened. Sarah and I were drinking one day. This is where the whole watered down Coronas came from. We were drinking. We usually have a deal. I put Malcolm down for a nap and then I usually go for a nap because I'm fucking tired too. I can't, I don't, I can't stand being that hot. It's just too much. So one day I convinced her to sit in the bathtub with me because it like the way the room was shaped is like there was the bedroom area and then they had these sliding doors where you could slide and kind of keep them closed and it wouldn't be entirely soundproof of course but it would be a little bit quieter than us talking on the bed right beside him so I lured her into the bathtub <laughs> and we started uh podcasting and chatting about things and I had to kind of hacksaw it like I had to cut it up and like try and make it into one cohesive thing because some of it I had said like on the podcast I just put out called what do I call that one miserable jerk so some of it I had summed up already so I kind of cut those parts out and some of it we were just laughing too hard so I had to cut those out because it was just like unintelligible so here's that and it's kind of a bit of a recap of some of the trip so just pretend to like it because it's like 40 minutes long okay I've already pushed record now okay I don't really have anything to say to you oh room service go get it oh why do I always okay because you're naked naked. (laughs) (laughs) okay so I took care of the room service guy. You know how much money he makes every two weeks? How much? 80, 80 American dollars every two weeks. Wow. We, it's so weird being here because everyone's waiting on you hand and foot. And hey, you can't even open a door. And you say thank you and they're like, it's my pleasure. And I'm like, no, it's not. This is not your pleasure. No. And t- tell everybody what the swim up urine bar is called. Oh, bar manatees. <laughs> And like I look around and there's all these fat Americans all and I'm fat and bloated and overprivileged. <laughs> yeah, like first world problems. Yeah, yeah. I'm so I'm a little And that drunk. guy who was like, Oh, I'm the fat Canadian, chubby Canadian, he swam up. We're all floated up. Yeah. So anyway, it We're was very teeth. interesting. It was very interesting. It's been very weird. I, it's like, like enlightening. Been... It's like oh. you go you go away to like get a, a break from life because we have our stressors in life and um you you save up all this money go on this crazy trip and you want to be pampered but then you get here and it's super awkward to be pampered i'm not used to people holding the door open for me and um tongue kissing me every time i order a beer it's really weird i don't know well that didn't happen that's not cultural that's not a traditional traditionally cultural to you i don't know paco huevo no huevo's egg We're boarding eggs like the plague. Poor Malcolm. Anyway, so far so good. 
what the fuck? Okay, I have a list of things. I wanted to talk about first uh, the the Sarah versus the Keurig story that I didn't tell last time. Oh, by the way, this is live from the bathtub in the hotel room because Malcolm is sleeping and we've been drinking all day because we're responsible parents. Sipping on Jack and Coke. I don't know why we have to talk about the Keurig story right now because it is not applicable to our trip it's in okay. Mexico. True, but when I last left these lovely people, I was telling the story and then you and Malcolm came home from wherever and I couldn't tell it anymore because then you could hear me, but now I want to talk about it right in front of you. But And I let everyone know how you are not the person to see when it's a crisis situation and time is of the essence. I told the story about how Malcolm barked all over my lap and the couch and I sent you to the kitchen to get a bowl <laughs> and you were like looking around at which bowl would be most suitable and maybe you should get a cup with a handle and I was like move <laughs> you were just like hmm well do I get a bowl like, or do I get a do I get a cake pan it took me 15 minutes it took me like an extra four seconds and no, I got the best you know what? bowl you tell me how long four seconds I'm is I'm have more of my service. you tell me how long four seconds is when you're getting barfed on. It feels like an eternity. Like last night, for example, when I came home in the afternoon. Did someone barf on you yesterday? No, here's what happened yesterday. <laughs> I came home, finally get Malcolm to sleep, and I realized that I'm wet because I wore my Amish, I bought an Amish shirt. <laughs> Okay, because I came here with no bathing suit. I didn't purchase anything. I didn't buy a tank top. Because you're I didn't very buy, silly. Uh, I'm just fat and ugly and old. But uh, I came here with nothing, and I didn't realize exactly how 45 degrees with the Humidex would feel. And then I was here for three or four days. I toughed it out. And I'm like, this is bullshit. I can't wear this anymore. Like, I can't sit in a black T-shirt by the beach because I'm going to die. Right. So I went downstairs to a little Mexican place. I got, well, they have these things here where all the other fat old women are wearing like a, almost like a thin Under Armour type uh, shirt. It looks like a wetsuit, but it's very thin. Yeah. It's like these UV shirts, right? To help. Right. It's not to hide your fat gut. It's to. Well, it's, you know, it's the best of both worlds. Isn't it? Isn't it though? So I went and bought one and uh, I went in the pool with it. Because the first day, or the third day, Malcolm, I set him afloat in his little floaters, and he got to the middle of the pool and got scared, so I went in after him, so I was in the pool in a t-shirt and a three-piece suit and my shoes, and uh, I thought, okay, I'll go buy an Amish shirt. They're Amish approved. What was my point? Did what you get you to about? Shut your bitch mouth. You just shut your bitch mouth. Um, okay, what the hell was I telling that story that. for? Okay, right. So I get back down to the hotel room. No, you didn't. Shut up. Everybody likes you. They don't like me. So I get back to the hotel room, put Malcolm to bed. I take off my wetsuit shirt, and I am literally wrestling <laughs> my fat body, trying to manipulate it out of this wet sport. <laughs> Okay, all right. Okay, I've got it up over my boots. <laughs> I've got it up over my boots. And I'm like, okay, okay, this isn't working. I went for the crossover technique where I had the opposite oh. arm trying to pull the opposite. <laughs> and then it just becomes one big bang. No, it's, yeah, and right? it's super elastic. <laughs> and there was a point where I'm like, I'm just going to die here. I'm just going to choke to death here. around my neck and they'll think I was trying to do it and masturbate at the same time like David Carradine cause of death (laughs) (laughs) oh this is gonna be the worst show in the history of the world okay so let's get back to the curious thing it might not be as funny to the viewers viewers Viewers? Mm -hmm. listeners let's cheers cheers Cheers. I have a really tiny little bottle coronita 
Oh, what was Spider-Man on the TV? I never noticed it says. <laughs> what was Spider-Man? Spider-Man was like Ombre Arrancha or something like that. Do you remember? <laughs> this is, you know, this is getting into stupid. Okay. And so, racist. You're very racist. I don't list. Okay. So let's talk more about you. Okay. You. Me. Kitchen. I'm in a bathtub currently. Yeah. With a margarita pizza on my lap. Right. Um, and you're in a Cora, room, right? Two coronitas. Yeah, one is mine. Some salsa fresca. Uh-huh. And um, that's a big fingers. What's the big deal? What's going on? Okay, and don't try and avoid napping. Yeah, I know. Don't try and avoid the carriage story. What happened? Let me set the scene. Let me set the scene. I'm better at this. So what was it? A what Saturday morning? Sunday morning? A nice Not lazy sleeping. morning? He's having his nap. We're all thankful that he fell asleep. And I'm in the process of making you a salad for lunch. And the first time in 15 years I put a vegetable in my mouth, I was chewing on a carrot, and you decided to, <laughs> to have yourself a coffee. And we're talking about something yeah, where probably it's gross in a very interesting subject matter. Yeah. And I'm making a coffee. I fill up the little refillable Keurig. Yeah, because like we're all about environmental. Yeah, we're trying to save the environment yeah. and save a little bit of money. Yeah. So I'm filling it up, and I've done all the right things, right? Mm-hmm. And the little green light, blue light, comes on telling me it's ready for my cup. Mm-hmm. So I press it. Right. Except mm-hmm. I've missed one essential step. Crucial. Crucial, Crucial. step. Yeah. I didn't have a mug <laughs> under the spout. Okay. So then what do I do? I believe <laughs> I started flapping my arms up and down squealing, running from side to side, like almost around our little island, going like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then I finally realized I have to make it to the cupboard to find some kind of apparatus to like a mug, right? I'm looking for a mug. So I opened both doors. No, 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 no. This is not what happened. This is, this is what happened. But first, you looked on the counter and you assessed the mics. <laughs> <laughs> that were already we on the had counter. A lot of dirty dishes because our dishwasher is broken, right? Yeah, that's a whole so we, had, we had a whole bunch of dirty mugs. Yeah. Not a whole bunch. We had like three mugs to choose from out there in the open. Some of them were like empty or half full. Yeah, right. Yeah, that I could have. Right, and I, I, I'm chewing but, my carrot, and I'm literally standing there with carrot in my mouth, and, you and my legs me. were crossed <laughs> because I'm trying not to piss my pants or laughing so hard. And so, the Keurig's like dripping it's like all making that noise counter. And then the water, the, the coffee's just pouring out. And I'm crossing my legs. I'm immobile with laugh, like with laughter. Immobile. Immobile. Yeah. You try not to. And piss I watched yourself. you. And you're like, oh, oh, uh, okay. Well, and then you looked at the one cup, the, well, the one mug, and I was like, oh, this one has a little bit of coffee in it. I better. Well, I was this thinking one. I could still save the coffee. Okay. Okay. That's why As I wanted, it's pouring that's out. That's why I wanted a new mug. It wasn't a, like it was like yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want a mess, but I also wanted to still have a fucking coffee. Right. <laughs> so I didn't want to put it in the half. Okay. And then coffee. and then what did you do? You you looked in the half the half full one. And you're like oh well no that's gonna make my coffee cold. And and, and it's pouring down. Yeah. Okay. And the, okay. Well, don't no, worry about it. No, I am. And then you open the cupboards. And what did you decide? Did you go by color while the coffee was pouring out onto the ground? Did you go by color? Like what? How did you make your decision? Were you like, you know what? It was all a blur. You know what? To me, it, it's it's like time stood still. It was like when I was stuck in that bra for like four days. It's like time stood still. You just have that moment where you get to stop and reassess everything. You know, your entire life, perhaps. And I think watching I you about like one eighth of the coffee by the end of the whole thing. Yeah, 
I had like missed, an espresso shot. I missed seven eighths of right. the coffee. Okay. So yeah. So so I had an espresso okay. shot. Okay. If you were you know supervising, if you were watching from afar and didn't know either of us, you'd think we were both assholes, really, because you can't make a decision, and I'm too, I'm too like trapped in my own body with laughter, trying not to choke and urinate. A decision where it's important. This okay. You just not ask. Time is not, you know, time is yeah, not your friend. You, like, when you think about the scheme of life, Sandra, okay. who makes better choices? I, you know what? Let's just not go down this path. You know, like, you know, this is really not maybe I'm not hasty. Oh, okay. I think I've made really good informed decisions you, about things. You're sitting in a bathtub with me who is quite <laughs> drunk and has been drinking all day in the sun, and you feel like you've made good life choices? You've made good life choices. I have. You've up. I have. Your parents are very kind and very, they very are generous. very kind. You don't deserve it. After telling the Keurig story. Okay. Well, now everybody knows the Keurig story. So, okay. Now we need to go back into time because no one's heard anything. They knew that your parents were having that fancy barbecue. Uh-huh. So let's start with that. How did that make you feel? The fancy barbecue? Yeah. It was a little stressful for me at first, honestly, because... I felt bad for you because I knew you were it was suddenly going to meet a bunch of people you didn't know. I was like, you're a lesbian lover. Well, and I'm kind of fat. Well, I didn't know how many of them knew about you. Like, because our extended family, we just don't see them, right? And I don't... Yeah. I'm not in contact in with any of them. Well, they're all over Western Canada. Is Calgary Western Canada? It is, but we have Saskatchewan, Alberta, oh, and BC that my family's from, and I haven't seen them in probably, I think, seven years. That's or a long so. time. Yeah. Um, and I'm also the youngest of all my extended cousins. Like, I was the last of that generation, so they all remember me from when I was born and everything, because my brother is the second youngest. Would you open that beer for me? <laughs> just more daytime drink. Am I boring you? No, I just need something. Anyway, like, yeah. I just felt bad for you because it was weird. I'm not gonna lie about it. Super good, and I think like having a child is an extremely good buffer. It's like uh, universal it's a language, nice you know. It's like everybody kind of knows a little bit about kids, or has a grandkid, or has a niece, or a nephew, or something. And you know, when something awkward's happening, you're like, oh, you know what? Oh, he's, he's just, oh, he's just getting into that. Yeah, yeah. But what was weird is there was like I'm kind of drunk. That was so not pronounced properly. There were like two other three year olds there. Thank you. And Malcolm was the same size, and he had just as much verbal capacity as they did. Our kid's a genius. Okay, so there was that. And the barbecue was very nice. Your family, for the most part, was very nice. Was there any, like, weird outlandish thing that had happened at that party? I enjoy my family, though, for the most part. I I enjoy your family, too. It was really nice to see everybody. But do you find that people from Calgary are, like, Calgary, what would you say? Is that, like, the Paris like with Canada? Yeah, like, well, they really I mean, think they're better than everyone, I think. I think it's everyone thinks where we're from is, like, the shit of the country, yeah. which isn't true. And had any of them ever even been there? Mm-mm. No. So we're not the biggest city, that's for sure. And I've traveled all around Canada except for the Maritimes and the Northwest Territories and Nunavut. But, like, I, I don't know, I just... I don't think we're like the butt end of the country by any means. We get shit on a lot. Mountain and Saskatchewan get shit on a lot because we're the prairies, right? And I just like, even even if I ever travel someplace and I'm like, wow, this is the butt of this country. Yeah. Because I've been around a few places. I never actually say anything to that effect to make the people actually feel that I'm thinking that. Because that would be rude, right? It would be considered Why would you say that to somebody that you're visiting? You're staying in their home. They're hosting you and feeding you and giving you alcohol. And you would say something like that? 
And it wasn't like a shitty meal. That was like filet. That was hundreds of dollars in yeah. a meal. Like, they were really good quality food. And Saskatoon berry pie. Saskatoon berry pie. I shouldn't have told everybody to try some because then I would have had more left. Anyway, so let's fast forward to the actual wedding itself, which was the next day, Saturday. The wedding was really good. The only big thing was that it was raining and part of it was outdoors. Yeah. It was really hot. Nowhere near as hot as Mexico. It's oh, going to seem freezing when we get home. Um, I had a great time. My brother's friend roasted him. And it wasn't like a clever roast. It was pee and poo. Okay, well, let's tell the piece. There was three pee stories that there was a theme. It was like my mom was mortified. Okay, can we just tell the one pee story that, that is the reason I'm not putting ice in my drink right now? Yeah, which was told, told inaccurately, apparently. Um, or so my brother says. But anyway, the, the groomsman roasted my brother by saying that he peed into an ice machine at a hotel. Which, although clever, is quite disgusting. It is quite disgusting. It's yeah. not clever at all. Well, but apparently that's not even what happened. Oh. Okay, that was a room service coming to pick up the dishes that they just dropped off like 15 minutes ago. I know, I know. They're very efficient, these Mexicans. I feel like it was only three minutes. Oh, that's my beer way over there on the other <laughs> counter. I can never, that's like, might as well be a mile away. Can you tell the story about um, uh, the wedding speech? Well, okay, so my brother had five groomsmen, I believe, and he asked one of his more gentler friends um, to do the roast, the groom's roast, I guess. And Just like a thing, everybody does that? Now? I guess with my, my brother's circle of friends, they've all done that. Um, and the funny thing is, like, my brother, you know, he's older than me. He's grown up a lot. My brothers used to be quite... Um, They're savages. They, like, they used to be much, much more crazy and stuff. And I guess this one guy moved away a long time ago, so he only remembers them in their savage nature. Um, Urinating in various places. Yeah, on various so yeah. he's Mr. Gentle Pants, and he, like, doesn't say mean things at all. So he comes up, and he starts doing a speech, and it was pretty clever at first. Had some good one-liners roasting. It was good. It was clever. It was clean, but clever, right? Which is yeah, what you want. That's what you want, Yeah, Because if it's just, like, um, piss humor, then it's not really... I have to pee right now. It's just not clever, right? It's not going well, yeah. Um, so it started off really well, but then it just went really, really bad, and it mortified my mom. My mom's really upset. She's still upset. How many days ago was it? A week ago now? Yeah. Super and she's upset. high class. And your 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 family's not lowbrow humor, so pee no. jokes isn't going to go over well. No. But you think he would be standing up there telling these pee jokes about uh, your brother potentially peeing in an ice machine, which your brother contests is, is inaccurate. He says he peed behind it, not into it, but... The way that guy made the speech is like... Like, the way the real story went down, the fact that they were in a different hotel and that they uh, didn't have the right key card, so they were stuck. They were literally trapped and couldn't get off that floor for hours. And so he pees behind and I think... Like, that's funny to me. That seems legit, yeah. It's less of just... Anyway, because I have to pee right now, and honestly, I would pee into a. I would pee on a Mexican right now with a with a chance I could possibly relieve my bladder. I don't think that's bladder. very nice to say for the Mexicans or for me. Um, I'll okay. let the I'll let the listeners decide about the that viewers. Moment. The viewers can decide. Okay. You know, fuck you. I don't, didn't have don't to do you dare get out of this bathtub. Don't you fucking dare All I get out of this bathtub. I do have my room service. I know, we haven't even eaten any of it. I have a bathtub with you making a podcast show while our son sleeps. Is this because I'm morbidly obese? No. <sighs> Likely. Okay, so my highlights from the wedding... Uh, the the bride, well, mm-hmm. the, the bride. You're the outsider. Yeah. You know? So I'm kind of 
sitting here and at the at the barbecue party i'm not gonna lie the first hour was kind of like i was sober i uh felt uncomfortable people were looking at me weird and i don't blame them for looking at me weird i was getting introduced to people and i was like hi i'm so sorry i'm not better looking or thin i'm so sorry but you know like whatever so i'd win them over with kindness and that's what i do i'm well i'm drunk but i was nice then (laughs) anyway so that night went, and I got really tanked that night for about an hour and a half. I was pretty fucking drunk. I was making duct tape jokes about parenting, and things kind of things kind of went awry. But then the, the wedding day came, and they get married. It was the best, like, actual ceremony I've ever seen. Three minutes? Do you? I do. Do you? I do. Yeah. I don't pronounce you man in life. It wasn't full of a bunch of crap. Like, yeah. it was just nice. And that's what weddings should be. Crisp and clean yeah. and short and sweet. I liked it. Well, that's how they should be. If you ask me, it's like... Do you want to get married? Yeah, I do. Any objections? Which is surprising because they had five bridesmaids and five... You'd think it would be a big production, but it wasn't. You know, I don't even know that I have enough close friends. I want Malcolm to be my best man, but I don't know. I'm not proposing or anything in a bathtub in Mexico really drunk while you're eating chicken fingers. I take anything at this point. Yeah, okay. I hear what you're feeling. So there's that. This is legit. This is too legit to quit, even. Okay. Okay. So you've gone up. you're, You're off dancing. With Malcolm. Sure. And I'm just sitting there with my five head, all sweaty in my long sleeve men's shirt. I think I was dead. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, your 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 brother's speech? I called him Roger. Roger, the adopted Negro brother. <laughs> no, I know. And the, the sweetest thing, like, because your brother's so sweet. He's just a kind guy. And he came and sat beside me, not too long after the stripper crushed that child nearly to death. Um, and he's like, you know... I'm really glad you're a part of our family. Really? And he put his arm around me and stuff, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, look what I made. And he's like, no, not just because of Malcolm, but I'm really glad my sister's really happy with you. And I was all like, oh, so I know, he's so sweet, right? Oh, he's just such a, just a genuine sweetheart. I just, okay, let's just focus here. Let's just focus. said that, that's really nice. Yeah, it's, uh... That was really nice. And, and thanks for giving me the option to wear that tuxedo shirt to the wedding, which I opted out of. But I still want that shirt. But I really feel like it's it's time wasted because I was thin once, and I could have been thin and cute in a tuxedo shirt, and now I'm just a fat guy in a tuxedo shirt. Do you remember yesterday? <laughs> when we went down to the beach? I don't know how much of this you're going to let me say. Are you going to let me say everything? I don't know. Okay, so yesterday we had, uh, what did we do? We went to an Italian restaurant. Malcolm ate a tremendous amount of food. I know that he hadn't eaten anything all week. Yeah, so he had like two pieces of bread and balsamic and olive oil. And then he ate like an adult serving of pasta. Mm-hmm. And then he got bored because he was full of starch. So we gave him like my phone and I, I gave him Mighty Machines to watch. He watched like two half hour episodes where we <laughs> ate our like... And drank wine. Yeah. It was a nice romantic evening with our child. Despite him, yeah. You know, yeah, our him. babysitter called... Uh, what is that? Um, YouTube. Right. <laughs> yeah, the Wi-Fi here is really dodgy. Like you get your hopes up and then it's like it doesn't fucking work anymore. Dodgy. I'm about to pee in this tub, and I don't even feel bad about it. Okay, so just... Well, let's have a dream, I guess, if you think of it that way. Yeah, I'm really getting uncomfortable. Okay, and then we go to the beach to watch the sunset, because we're cool like that. And then... Do you know what I'm talking about? I may just piss my pants. I might. Okay, so we're sitting there. The sun's setting. There is a, there is a large manatee-like man sitting in front of us. And I'm very distracted by the fact that he's maybe got, like, a 45-inch waist... But he's got like <laughs> he's got like a child 
on his big fat fucking Mexican head? Like, how did he get that hair on his head? Why do you have to bring up the fact that he's Mexican? Because he's a big fat Mexican and they exist. <laughs> it's not like it's not a. Obesity doesn't just affect us. Can I have a bite? him i'm like why the fuck is he wearing a kid's hat on his big fat head like he must have had rings around his head from the elastic fat man and a little hat yeah okay so then that's that the point is and then after i notice his big fat hat malcolm is kind of running up and down the rows of lawn chairs mm-hmm. on the beach so he runs one way and then he runs back and i hear like this loud <laughs> I'm like, Milks, you're super cash. You didn't even like stop. Because usually he'll stop and look you in the eye and fart a little bit and then keep walking. But that time, <laughs> he just kept going. So I couldn't stop laughing. And then all I hear is you spitting. some of it's repetitive i'm sorry i couldn't cut those parts out because it just led to another part um yeah so now you know what it's like to get drunk with sarah and i in a bathtub consider yourselves tray lucky super tray lucky uh i just have a little social tip for you awkward people out there much like myself when you're at a party and say you're not really introduced to someone because you know you just kind of end up milling about and whoever makes eye contact you end up talking to you for God, sometimes it feels like ages. And uh, so Sarah would walk by every once in a while. And she'd be like, oh, this is my auntie Janice. Janice, this is uh, my lesbian lover. We have, we have uh, sex, some cunnilingus a lot. And uh, she's the father of my son. And I was like, well, that's kind of awkward there, Sarah. You know, you didn't have to lead with that kind of stuff. Anyway, so she'll be like, oh, auntie Janice, this is uh, Sandra. And I'll be like, oh, we go way back. Auntie Janice, this is Sarah. <laughs> Isn't that the funniest thing? Isn't that just the goddamn funniest thing in the whole wide world? Yeah, it is. You're right. Okay, listen, let's talk. Hang on, hang on. Hey, just wait. I'll be right back. Hang on. Okay, if I've done this at all right, you'll be able to open up your iPod or wake it up or whatever and see the link for Lesbian Mommy's radio. I found it. She sent it to me in an email. Crazy. Like, why would I, why would I look in the email and why would I even make an attempt to copy and paste it somewhere where people could access it? So Monday at 5.30 Pacific Standard Time. I don't know what that means. I've got to look that up because I'm scared. And I'm also scared I didn't do the Skype thing, right? But if worse comes to worse, I'll phone on my actual phone and it'll cost me $150,000. But it'll be worth it. I think her show is really great. The last episode she had, she had a woman on, her and her partner were trying to conceive for four years. And they had four miscarriages and she's like 31-ish weeks pregnant, maybe a little bit more now. So like... 
it was a good show. I really enjoyed that. Elizabeth is a great host and she knows how to kind of keep the conversation rolling and knows to ask the questions that we're all thinking about. So that's great. I'm really excited to go on. And I think you guys should listen. It'd be really funny if you phoned in. Any one of you. I think it would be fucking hilarious. So um, you can check out that link. I will also be posting that link on the Facebook fan page. So you can click, you can listen live and then call in. Oh, please. It would be so funny. Uh, Yeah. So other than that, I can't really think. Oh, yeah. How about, hey, you know who left me a really nice iTunes review besides Megan? I wonder if, Megan, are you Megan, 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 Megan from the Planet Podcast? Is that you? Might be. That's an inside joke. Goes way back. The Planet Podcast isn't even up on iTunes anymore. I'm so, man, I'm so sad about that. Those two were fucking hilarious. I wish I would have downloaded them all. If anybody has them and wants to send them to me, that would be super duper. Uh, What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? The fuck was I going to say? Oh, so Elizabeth left me a really nice iTunes review. If you guys want to know how to leave a proper iTunes review, go to the American Netflix and look at what Elizabeth wrote. Yeah, all true. All true. She left out the part about the world's greatest dad thing because like I've been voting myself. I figure you can call yourself whatever the fuck you want. So why not, right? Vote yourself whatever the fuck you want. Right. Oh, hey, I wanted to talk about uh, the number one dad saga t-shirt. Did I ever tell you guys about that? Some, if you're not on Facebook, here's what happened. I, made, I make jokes repeatedly. Like, I know, it's annoying. It's really irritating about me. That's a really irritating thing. So I always joke with Sarah. I'm like, I want my number one dad shirt because I fucking want one. I wanted a world's greatest dad shirt the Father's Day after I gave birth. So that's 2012. It's a long time fucking coming. And then it occurred to me that no one is going to make this dream happen. And sometimes in life, you have to make your own dreams happen. You have to make it work for yourself. So I did just that. But I couldn't have any world's greatest dad or number one dad shirt. I had to have the number one dad shirt from Seinfeld. Do you guys remember that? The Mandelbaum episode where Seinfeld, Jerry buys the shirt for his dad and it's like way too tight. And it says number one dad on it. And he gets into that con- um, competition with Mandelbaum. And he like, they, it's all these feats of strength. And of course, it's like really easy for a regular man to do it. But this guy's like 85 years old and he can't, he ends up in traction. Anyway, God, I could just recap Seinfeld all day. I could, I could just sit around here and do that. So I order my number one dad shirt. And then I get a letter from Amazon, a letter. What was it, 1992? Oh, and I'm a mailman. This is so sad. Mail a letter, people, please. Help, help us out. Just a letter. Cost you 63 cents. Put a few in the mail, okay? Save my job. Um, I got an email from Amazon saying uh, this TV store or whatever, I think that's what it's called, TV store or 80s something, um, hasn't responded with filling your request. So... Uh, we've canceled payment with them. And I was like, oh, fuck. And now, you know, now I don't have a number one dad shirt. And then I went on Facebook and bitched about it. And everyone's like, well, just get another one. And I was like, hmm, actually, that does make sense. So I did. I did just that. I went to 80stees.com or some shit. I really enjoyed dealing with them. They were pretty funny. So I spent like six more dollars. And I was like, okay. And they only had mediums left. So I was like, fuck, I don't think I'm a medium anymore. Like a men's medium. I don't think I can fit a men's medium. That's how how much things have gotten out of hand. I was doing so well this winter and then I had a relapse and then I had a relapse on my relapse. So I had a double relapse. Ugh, God. Anyway, who cares? Right, where was I? Yes. And then after I order the medium number one dad shirt from the 80s TV place or the 80s T's place, I get an email saying that my order from the initial place has shipped and I can't cancel it. Well, isn't that just fucking super? Because now I've got two number one dad t-shirts what a world. These are like first world problems. And then today my niece is like, oh, can you go online and give me some five second to Mars? No, shit. 
five seconds of summer tickets for me. And I was like, yeah, like what the fuck is that? I'm so out of touch. I don't know what that is. She's like, yeah. When, and I said, when's the concert? July. And I'm like, July of next year. Yeah. Well, fuck. What if you don't even like that band next year? July. That's a long time. She'll be like almost 15 by then. That's fucking crazy. Could you imagine that? I don't know. I guess. I don't know what the point was of that either. The point is, fuck off. That's the point. How about that? How about a fucking iTunes review before you fucking sit here and criticize my shitty podcasting skills? Where's your podcast, huh? I don't see you coming out with a fucking podcast. Really, anyone can do it. If you guys need any help to start one, I'll totally, I'll totally help you. I might help you. Okay, I'm in the works of figuring out this whole Golden Girls thing. I'm trying to get this organized, get it, you know, figure out how to do it. Because I found this great podcast called Go Bayside. And if you're a child of like the 90s, like I've seen every single episode of Saved by the Bell. I'm pretty sure at least once, if not 550 fucking times. So I'm stumbling around and I find this this show called Go Bayside. So what they do is they watch an episode of Bayside and then they kind of write down notes about it and they chit chat. And if it leads to something else, like a personal story, they'll talk about that and then they'll get back to Bayside. I love it. I've only listened to a couple and I think it's one of those ones where they only keep like five or six in iTunes at a time. But I've got to double check. I was on Stitcher, but I'm assuming that's the same. Anyhow, so I, I'm really excited about that. And that made that made me want to do the Golden Girls thing again. Because way back when I did Return to Sender, we were talking on that show. And uh, I was being encouraged to start my own, you know, side project podcast on that uh, feed. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? Watch the Golden Girls and eat chips? Because those are my favorite things to do. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's what was suggested. I never actually did it. But I have to wrangle a couple of girls to to do it with me. And I don't know that Sarex and Chuckles even listen to the show anymore. So I don't know that I want to bother them with that. I was thinking of maybe uh, getting Sugar and Courtney to come over because I think they would be down with that. And I'm really trying to get Sugar to sing the theme, but we'll have to see how that goes. Anyway, so that's kind of in the works because I've got all this time and I've paid for it. And as you can tell, I'm taking advantage of every fucking second. I'm going to put out a podcast every day for the next like six days, probably. But they're all going to be like this quality. And the one I did yesterday, meh. Eh, maybe I shouldn't have done it yesterday. Whatever, it's out there. This one I feel good about. I really feel like we've shared something today, you know? I feel like I've really let you into the bathtub of my life. You were in the inner sanctum. It doesn't get any any closer than that. You're welcome. iTunes reviews. Lesbian Mommy's Radio, 5.30 Pacific Standard Time, Monday. The... Let me check the calendar. Oh, I'm so ill-prepared. Hang on. The 11th. Monday the 11th. Be there or fucking be somewhere else.